you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Welcome to Good Morning Football, presented by Old Trapper Beef Jerky. We're live here in New York City. It's Monday, September 19th. I'm Jamie Erdahl. That's Kyle Brandt. That's Peter Schrager. And that's the Super Bowl champion, Jason McCourty, to my left. Comebacks aplenty. Teams that we never saw coming are 2-0. Man. Very exciting. How about McVay? I need a couple of drinks. Need a couple and drinks I think he spoke for all of us. Yeah. Peter. Yeah. Trey Lance trying to lead the 49ers to victory without George Kittle, without Elijah Mitchell. Jimmy G warming up before the game in a flat brim hat. Trey was looking really good in this first quarter, and then he goes down with an injury. And he gets picked up, and you're like, all right. So Trey took a weird hit there. You're thinking it's his head. And then they bring the stretcher out, and it's a moment where you're wondering, oh, no. Mm-hmm. And our worst fears were confirmed by Kyle Shanahan after the game, saying Trey Lance not only hurt his ankle, fractured his ankle, is out for the remainder of the season. In comes Jimmy Garoppolo to Ross Dwelly, an old friend of his, and Dwelly reaches into the end zone. Touchdown. Garoppolo getting love from his players and his teammates. Niners win by 20, but the big storyline is obviously what's going on at the quarterback spot. Jamie, take it away. Yeah, they're going to move forward, the 49ers are, with Jimmy Garoppolo, and that is because of the tragic injury news for Trey Lance coming out of San Francisco. For more on that, we're going to bring in our NFL Network insider, Ian Rappaport, who's got more on the outlook for Trey Lance. Looking ahead. Yeah, and so much of what we talked about this offseason, Jamie, was about the 49ers and how they were going to trade Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo and where the trade market was going to come from and how no one could take on that salary, and then obviously the 49ers would have to release him. Instead, they did not. They reached a deal with Jimmy Garoppolo to keep him in the fold, keep him as the backup and a reduced salary, being described to me as the ultimate insurance policy, one the 49ers hoped upon hope that they would not have to cash in on. 
But that is exactly where they are now. Jimmy Garoppolo going to be the starting quarterback for the 49ers going forward because Trey Lance is now out for the season with a fractured ankle. He is going to have surgery this morning. Faces a lengthy recovery, no doubt. Uh, he is going to be able to make a full recovery, but that's likely not going to be until next season. So that means Garoppolo, who agreed to an incentive-laden contract, one that pays him for each game that he plays more than 25% of the snaps and then pays him again if the team wins. The 49ers believed, guys, that they had a playoff-ready roster, just needed a quarterback for it. They do. It's just the same guy they had before. Yeah, it's money they didn't want to spend, but now they're happy to if it means that they can win and be successful. That is yeah. the San Francisco 49ers moving forward with Jimmy Garoppolo. Ian Rappaport, thank you for everything this morning. Kyle Shanahan was asked after the game if he felt like it was risky to run Trey Lance, the kind of quarterback that you want to run with the football, the way that he did, though, on that particular play. How do you balance the risk versus the reward? Just because, I mean, you guys watch other teams in this league? Buffalo does it all the time. Their quarterback's pretty normal play. It's part of football, and it's unfortunate that he hurt his ankle on it. It's very normal ran play. You guys should watch some other people. Oh, man. Yeah, I get it. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. So the 49ers are without Trey Lance. Season-ending ankle injury for that injury he suffered yesterday on a designed run play. They're turning to Jimmy Garoppolo. What do we make of all of this? A question in which I was not expecting to ask this early in the season. It's terrible. And they're doomed at that position with injuries. Every year it feels like they lose their Mm -hmm. quarterback for the season. I remember Jimmy getting hurt on the sideline in Kansas City out for the year a couple Uh, years ago. And now Trey here. My big takeaway is that we're in no better place knowing if Trey Lance is the guy for the future now than we were three weeks ago, and it's going to lead to another offseason where Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be a free agent, and are we convinced that Trey Lance is the guy? Yeah, at that point, it's three years into his career, and we're already talking about, like, contract extension time. I don't know if Trey Lance is good, and they're a really good roster, and now he's done for the year after week two. We're going to be doing the same segments we did March through August, Again next year. Even the full game he played wasn't a real, it was in the rain, it was yeah, weird, it was yeah, strange. Yeah. You Giant can't. Astor, he looked amazing yesterday. I was watching the start of this yeah. game and I'm like, Lance is driving this team right down the field. He's got great movement, like Trey Lance, and I was so happy for Trey because right before this play, everything was going right. And then he goes down and he's done for the year. What is so frustrating in a lot of ways for me is it's about him. It's about the young guy that's 22 years old. He's going to be going into his third year as an NFL player, coming off a devastating ankle injury and an ankle surgery. And not only Niners fans, Niners organization, us, we don't know if he still is the Niners quarterback of the future. You play one more year, you're talking contract time. Are we picking up his fifth-year option, all this stuff? Like, I just feel as inconclusive about Trey Lance now as I did before the season started, and I felt that way before last season started. I feel like we're no better now knowing about Trey Lance than we were the day he got drafted, and that's really frustrating. Jimmy will be Jimmy, and we'll see what happens to the Niners, but we still have no idea about Trey Lance. How are we supposed to to make a decision moving forward? If you think it's complicated and frustrating now, what happens when Jimmy takes me to a Super Bowl or a title game? Listen, I'm kind of choosing my words carefully here because I really respect what Trey Lance went through. He's got the air cast, and it's terrible, and I know this really messes up the Niners' long-term plans and their finances and everything. The 2022 Niners are probably better this morning. I still think that Jimmy Garoppolo is their best quarterback this season. Due respect to the injury. I'm not I'm not trying to no, say, ha-ha, you're gone. Yeah, sure. I think they're better. They won. He just stepped right in there and looked like Jimmy. Kyle Shanahan wins games with Jimmy Garoppolo. Say what you want about Jimmy's role. I don't really care. Put it this way. They're playing the Broncos next week. If you're a Broncos defender, would you rather go against Trey Lance or would you rather go against Jimmy Garoppolo? I... I think I'd probably take my chances with the young guy who has really been up and down and not shown as much. Now they're back. The band's back together. Kittle's going to get back in the field soon. It's Bosa, it's Garoppolo, it's Kittle, it's Debo. It works. We don't know if Trey Lance was going to work. We know this works. 
It worked immediately against the division rival. I think they are a better team with Jimmy Garoppolo in 2022. Maybe not three years from now. Who the hell knows? But you're not even beginning to hit the tip of the iceberg about how complicated it'll oh, get. Yeah. If Jimmy, What if Jimmy Garoppolo wins the Super Bowl? Then what do you do with Trey Lance? What if more likely he just wins a playoff game or two and it's like, God, this really works for us. Why are we moving away from it? It could get to that, and I probably will. Without a doubt. You hate to see Jimmy's opportunity happen this way with Trey going down with an injury that's going to keep him out for the entire season. But, man, when Jimmy stepped on the field, it was just a Amazing. He hadn't practiced all training camps. That's we true. haven't seen anything from Jimmy Garoppolo. He gets in the game, just driving down, scores Zip. a touchdown. And I love to see him after the game. He's walking into the locker room. The crowd is cheering. He's firing the crowd up. Yeah. He's walking with a, a member of the media. And he says to him, just like you never left. And that's the type of love that he has, not only within the building, with the teammates, with the coaches, but San Francisco, they like Jimmy Garoppolo. Everybody just believed that Trey Lance was going to give him a better opportunity. But, man, what a story for him. All offseason, all we talked about is where he's going to get traded, where is he going to be playing. There's no room for him here. He's not. No one's going to trade for him. Maybe he gets released. Now, next thing you know, we're two weeks into the season, and Jimmy Garoppolo is the 49ers starting quarterback on an expiring contract with an opportunity <laughs> to go back to the bank and make money. Now it's just a matter of who is going to be. What a great opportunity for Jimmy Garoppolo. And obviously, we want to see Trey heal up and come back stronger next season. But, man, for Jimmy G, it's all Awesome. Yeah, I feel good for the Bay Area because Austin, Texas has taken over as the tech hub of the yeah. world of America. And, you know, the Bay Area lost out with all those tech giants fleeing to Texas. Well, now they've become Hollywood, essentially, because this is a mm. script. This is, you cannot write this any better. And I'm also speaking to Trey Lance, returning from injury, yep. coming back, winning an MVP, winning a Super Bowl, whatever you sure. want to make it. That's like the sequel to this movie. Yeah. But this Jimmy Garoppolo movie that is unfolding in the Bay Area, who wrote this? Let's hold space for Jimmy Garoppolo and his character arc. Because we were waiting all August for him to go all fire and brimstone on everybody right. when he was being talked about the way that he was. How could you not be more infuriated that you are being passed over for Trey Lance? And he just stayed quiet. He went to work. He got healthy. And now he's about to write his own story. And this is incredible. Good for him. Good for the 49ers. I kind of want to be the mediator in the room this morning when everything is just said between Kyle Shanahan and Jimmy Garoppolo. you got to say it. you got to put it out in the world. and you got to leave it behind you because they have work to go do. Let's hone in on week two and pick out of the hat our biggest surprise in the NFL season thus far. When the NFL schedule came out, I think you originally look at it and you say, okay, who in September can get off to a hot start? And you look at all the new coaches and you say, okay, well, Hackett's got the Seahawks and the Texans. Maybe he's going to start off 2-0. and And then you say, okay, well, you look around and, oh, Dable, I mean, maybe they can get a win against the Titans. And then maybe the, okay, interesting, Giants. I don't think anybody, even Dolphins fans, looked at that schedule saying, Mike McDaniel has to go up against Bill Belichick and John Harbaugh, yep. and they're going to be 2-0 and and beat Harbaugh in his building. Take a look at what Mike McDaniel's just done in his first two weeks. This is great. And the history and the lore and the sheer victories that he just overcame. McDaniel at 39. There he is without the glasses. A non-bespeckled uh, Mike McDaniel. Looks different. This guy has found a way to get victories. Belichick, the game, was, was one-sided as we've seen this season. A 20-7 victory where the Patriots didn't belong on the same field. This one this is when adversity was hitting, and they're down 21 in the fourth quarter, and McDaniel kept his guys not only upbeat, but kept them fighting. 
My biggest surprise two weeks into the season is that Mike McDaniel has slayed some kings in this league, some dragons. We talk about a guy who's a first-year coach going into adversity, and those coaches, Belichick and Harbaugh, and getting two victories, color me surprised. I, I like what the Dolphins are up to, and I like that head coach getting big victories against great future Hall of Famers. Without a doubt, Mike McDaniel is doing it with swag, like you said, walking yeah. in, Ferragamo belt, got the nice shades on on the sideline. For me, one of my surprises has been Russell Wilson in this Denver Broncos offense. This is some you picked Russ as your MVP for this year. I think the expectations for this offense was Russ was going to get there and they were just going to take off. This was a team that already had a very good defense and felt like they're just a quarterback away. And yes, they beat the Texans yesterday and they're one and one and things aren't bleak. They're not the the world the, the sky's not collapsing. But this offense is sloppy. They're struggling. They were 3 of 12 on third down. Russ completed less than half of his passes. It just doesn't make sense. Nathaniel Hackett, offensive mind. Russell Wilson, a guy that we've seen perform at an elite level. But this offense just isn't taking off. They have Cortland Sutton. Jerry Judy went down with an injury. But you're expecting so much out of them. Javante Williams in the backfield. Sometimes he's getting the ball a ton. Sometimes you want to see more from Russ in this offense. Mm -hmm. So for me, that's been one of my early surprises. I expected so much more from them. Hey, Jacksonville, you absolutely obliterated the Colts right. yesterday. Props to you all. Man, you yeah. – seriously, that is the Jaguars' third – shutout of the Colts in the last six seasons mm -hmm. is unbelievable. 24-0 was that final score. And unfortunately, my surprise, though, is that the Colts aren't showing us anything to start this season. Matt Ryan, he's supposed to be the answer. Matt Ryan has thrown one touchdown pass and four interceptions so far this season. I guess we also have to apologize to Carson Wentz maybe a little bit. I mean, the Colts, uh, we thought there was major upgrades. Three of us at the table picked them to win this division. Kyle, congratulations, you did not. Now, it still could go that way. But, man, if they keep playing like this... It's not going to go that right way, and Kyle's going to be proved right, which I really hate. Yeah, I hate it. Too. I would hate it too if it has to happen this way. I like the Colts a lot. I like a lot of their players and coaches. I, I, the fact that they lost the game, were shut out, is like they're the power ranking world. Is there a team that's playing worse than them? I don't know. I hate to see it. But uh, never mind that. I'm talking about nobody had the New York Giants at two and zero. I don't know anybody had the New York Giants at one and one. And me, you, everybody, they're two and zero. And I don't really even know how. Week one, I said it. Saquon looked like Bo Jackson. We get it. Week two, they scored 19 points and won. If you look down the stat sheet, their leading receivers are David Sills the fifth, Richie James, and then Sterling Shepard with 34 yards receiving. There's all kinds of interesting things going on. Kenny Galladay played two snaps. He makes about 70 million some bucks. There is a report right now that he cleaned out his locker after the game and left. Fine, go. I don't think Brian Dable gives a damn. He had Kadarius Tony on the field more. He has the two of them competing, and they're 2-0. Again, just nobody had it. And I, look, there's going to become a moment or a day or a drive of reckoning for Daniel Jones where he needs to go 85 yards in 90 seconds. I don't know if he can do it yet, but I, at this point, I just don't care. I don't know if there's – I don't think there's a bigger surprise, positive or negative, in the entire league of 32 teams than the 2-0 New York Giants with a Monday nighter against the Dallas Ooh. Cowboys mm. coming up. Let's start it now. I want to do Radio Row. Let's just right? go. I want to go to MetLife and sit around and talk Cowboys, Giants, Cooper Rush versus Daniel Jones all week, baby. Let's go. Oh. Cooper Rush and Daniel Jones yeah. on the call with Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. There you go. Right. That is a Let's gift. Go. That is a gift. Coming up. You know what else is a gift? Kill. You know who else is a gift? I'm on Ross St. Brown. Mm. They were unstoppable in week two. Will they get our game balls? I don't know. We got four. We're going to give them out. Stay tuned. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. 
That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real Steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Game balls, GMFB style. Week two, game balls. Where do you want to go? Where do you want to stay right where we were? I'm always amused by the, the Sunday night tweets to the show telling us, you better talk about this. Oh. If you don't, Peace Regs and I got, uh, got tagged in one last night. And this comes in hot, and it should. I know that we'll show Jaguars some shutout victory love in tomorrow's show. NBC said, nah, bruh, no highlights tonight. <laughs> and I can't make this up. I wish I had it. Peter replied and said, I don't know. It's tight. We'll see what we can do. Hey, it's tight. It's nah, bro. There's 32 teams, guys. Peter said, we'll see what we can do. My game ball goes to the quarterback one for the Jacksonville Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence. And, guys, he looks like the, he looks like what we want. We waited a year for it. He, I don't even think, had a real sentient human being as a head coach last year. He does now. Doug Peterson has a statue, and he's got a quarterback. And the mastery of the Colts at home, guys, it's not just a Trevor Lawrence thing. Can we raise a mug this morning for Trevor Lawrence, who has two straight, Gardner Minshew, who got two straight, Cody Kessler, who nice. won 6-0, and, of course, the GOAT, Blake Bortles, who also beat the Colts at home, where the Colts cannot win in Jacksonville. But Trevor Lawrence, for the first time ever on the show, we are giving you a game ball, and I know it will not be the last time. Duval County, we hear you, we see you, we fit you in. Soon we'll be starting the show with you if you keep it up. Jamie, what do you got? 469 yards and six mm. touchdowns. That's what I have. My game ball goes to Tua Tunga Yeah, probably so. And probably this so. is going to be a really refined and respectful commentary on Tua Tunga Vailoa because um, 450 plus yards and six touchdowns. He joins a list like Joe Montana, Peyton Manning, Patrick Holmes, Joe Nemeth. Those are the other guys to have done that. That is unbelievable. On top of that, erases a 21-point deficit in the fourth mm. quarter to win in regulation on the road. On the road, go to Baltimore. That is not a nice place to play. It's not a nice place to win, to battle back from. Tua, you looked fantastic. You looked like yourself. You are finding guys. You're making them better. Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle. My goodness, Mike Jacecki. The list goes on. You were clutch. You were everything. You have my game ball, sir. I loved it. You know, I'm a big Tua fan, so it was mm -hmm. fun to see. You let me Tua, have that one. Yeah, yeah. What Tua was able to do. So many offensive performances. Cooper Rush, Joe Flacco, Tyreek Hill. But, of course, I am. I'm staying on the defensive side of the ball. Jamel Dean, you get a game ball from me. This game 
three to three, nobody scoring, no offense. Next thing you know, a fight breaks out, a dust up, a melee, a melee, whatever you want to call it. And then Jamel Dean makes an interception in the end zone. And lo and behold, Tom Brady goes and scores the first touchdown of the game. Next Saints possession, Jamel Dean says, you know what? I'll take another one. And I'm going to let everybody know how many intercepts I have. Two. He puts his fingers up. Two. I have two of them today. Mm. Two. So he was fired up. They go on to kick a field goal. The Bucs end up winning. Brady finally beats the Saints while being the Buccaneers quarterback. Game ball. Stay on the defensive side of the ball. Jamel Dean. Awesome. It's awesome. Awesome. We love stories on this show. Do you guys know who Dan Skipper is? No, I do. I played with Dan Skipper. You play with Dan Skipper? Okay, well, let me tell the audience who Dan Skipper is. The Lions were without Pro Bowl guard Jonah Jackson yesterday, without Frank Ragnow yesterday. Big uh, Halavati, how do you say his name? Halapulavati Vaitai. He was out as well. Uh, No problem, because Dan Skipper, who has never started an NFL game and was cut in the summer on hard knocks and Mm. has been on uh, practice squads for six years, gets the call up to play left guard. This guy has never started a game in his NFL career. He has never played guard in his NFL career. DeAndre Swift goes absolutely bonkers. They have an amazing game. In Dan Skipper's first career start, Dan Campbell brought him up to the podium and said, you deserve a game ball. You deserve to talk. And listen to Dan Skipper tell his story to the Detroit media yesterday. It's been such a long road. You know, six teams, um, you know, been, like I said, been cut all over and just having... uh, I have my wife and kids here and everything else, you know, it just uh, really comes full circle, you know, and it, uh, it's hard to explain. I don't know. It's kind of the first, uh, it can, you know, it kind of makes everything all worth it, you know, all the, uh, all the chaos and trials and, you know, having, having them here and playing and just, just kind of the cherry on top. A left guard does not get brought up to the podium. It's awesome. You don't ever get post-game sound from a left guard, especially... Mm-hmm. Dan Campbell thought it was so important mm-hmm. to get this guy his moment, to have him have that. He stepped up. Uh, the, the Lions looked amazing yesterday. Their offense scored a ton of points. They have scored as much as the Chiefs have scored in two games awesome. through the NFL Hell season. Yes. And Dan Skipper was a big reason why yesterday. Dan Skipper, we see you in all the practice squad guys who get elevated and make the most of their moments. This is the show for you. Good morning, football. That was awesome. to share this. Love you. That's You're awesome. here. Let's Game go. balls all around. Joe Thomas, uh, a dear friend of, uh, of ours at the network, got honored before the game, and things were going swimmingly for the Browns on Joe Thomas Day. Not to put any salt in the wounds here for Browns fans, but then things finished the way things went a lot of times during mm. Joe Thomas's time there. Jason, you were there as well. A stunning, shocking 31-30 loss, as bad as it could possibly get. Here's Kevin Stefanski, former coach of the year, after the L. Everybody's going to want to point fingers. Uh and say, whose fault was this put on everybody? It's all of us, me, coaches, players, it's everybody. We own it. What we can't do is let this linger because we got a game Thursday night against a division opponent uh, right back here. So we got to real quickly uh, move on from this one. And that that was my message to the team. And it's uh, frustrating. So the Browns are moving on from that one, but we're still left scratching our heads on a couple of plays that we picked out of the bucket from week one that really just made us say, I'm sorry, what? Mm-hmm. What What were you doing? What was happening? What is happening in week two? What do you got for us? That highlight package I just did did not do the Browns lost justice. <laughs> They're up 13 points with 90 seconds left. 13. Nick Chubb, stay in bounds, and the game's over. There's no timeouts for the Jets. <laughs> the mixed extra point by York makes it 13 instead of 14. The Jets get out. Um, oh, my God. Oh. What? Yeah, that's really strange. What? 
That cuts it to seven or to six. And then the onside kick. This all happens within 90 seconds with the Jets having no timeouts. Uh, unbelievable comeback for the Jets, but an all-time collapse at home for the Browns. If Chubb or Hunt takes a knee instead of going out of bounds or scoring touchdown, it, the game is a Browns victory. They were up seven. And then instead of taking the knee, Chubb scores. And I get it. it you don't tell a running back, don't. There's incentives. There's all reasons why you would do that. If he takes a knee, the Jets physically cannot stop the right. clock. And the, the game bleeds out. But he doesn't. Then all the other stuff's happened. I, the Browns, I don't want to say the franchise is doomed. I think this is a new era, but like that is as bad as it gets. Yeah, it's time to blow that stupid brownie off the field too, that elf. Elf, the elf. <laughs> so, you're going to blame the elf? No, just burn it off. I, we stuck our neck out for that elf, and that's what they do it. <laughs> we were supportive of the elf. I thought we were team elf. Not anymore. Blowtorch that thing right off the field. Uh, the, the worst play ever run in NFL history is that Colts trick play about 10 years ago where they lined up with nobody and no one understood what they were doing. I think we have a second, and it is the DJ Dallas pass for the Seattle Seahawks. What in the holy hell was this <laughs> they're on the red zone and dj dallas like underhands it to a toddler in the backyard for an interception I, that's one of the worst plays i've ever seen dj dallas is his first nfl pass and definitely be his last i looked it up he threw three passes while he was at miami didn't complete any of them right. i don't know why we think he's muhammad sanu when it comes to the trick passes cool formation though they had three running backs hey back maybe there. you should try running it they were doing <laughs> listen we're out in the red zone seattle's knocking on the door Pete carroll was asked what was dj dallas looking at he said you know, he, he saw Ricardo Lockett was going to beat Malcolm Butler on it, so he went to Lockett on it, and you have to throw to it right there. Uh, we have the second worst play of all time and the second worst <laughs> Pete Carroll call of all time. Head scratcher. That changed the game. It was over after that. DJ Dallas, I love you. An actual DJ from Dallas could have thrown a better pass. <laughs> Looney and the Madman from 93.5, the ticket in Dallas. Like a radio contest. Throw a better pass than actual DJ Dallas. I bet he could. I bet he could. Yeah, pretty bad. Jay, I think the yeah. problem with DJ Dallas is he couldn't get his feet under him enough to complete that pass, similar to what Joe Burrow looked like because he keeps getting chased so much because what oh, is going no. on with the Bengals <laughs> offensive line? This guy, this guy won a Heisman. This guy was playing in a Super Bowl last year and he doesn't have enough time to think, let alone get his feet under him to complete a pass. 13 times he's been sacked in two games. 51 times last season. 13 in two games. $74 million the yep. Bengals spent on their offensive line. Mm. That was supposed to be the issue last season and they made it to the Super Bowl. Then they fixed the actual problem this offseason, 13 sacks. Yeah. What is going on? Good defenses. I get it. Yeah. But I also, I don't get it. Like, it can't be 13. That's a lot. That's a lot. It's a lot. It's a ton. And you alluded to my head scratcher earlier. We talked about the Denver Broncos. You talked about the play. Oh, yeah. To, this was crazy. To, to the crowd counting down. But it's third and inches. <laughs> and they hand the ball off to Beck, who is now running an option play with Javante Williams. Why? But then... They're going to kick the field goal, but they get a delay of game. They're in field Didn't goal count. range. McManus makes it this time. Great. So, But now we have to back up five yards. Now we're out of field goal we're range. Punting. So now we're going to punt the ball. We said we were going to be better from last <laughs> week. This is not better. And you wonder why the crowd was counting down the play clock. Oh. They support their Broncos. Same way you guys count down for us because we'll there be back is. right after yeah, this nice. break. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. 
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Will Selva to, to wrap you. it all up for us. Yes. Mm-hmm. What's up, Will? I appreciate it, Jamie. No pressure there for me. Uh, either way, after the win over the Steelers, we saw that the Patriots have now gone 21 straight seasons without starting 0-2. That is the fourth longest such streak in NFL history. One reason why is the play of one Nelson Aguilar, who went one-on-one with our Mike Giardi after the win. You played with a lot of aggression today. Great touchdown catch over the side where you're well covered, but you make the play. But then a couple run after catches as well. A little edge today. Uh, that's what we need. That's what we need, you know. We understood what happened week one, but every week, every week is a new opportunity. And we needed to play with a purpose today. And, you know, I tried to play with purpose and do whatever needed to be done. One and one sounds a heck of a lot better than 0-2. 100%. Oh, yeah. Well, you know who else had himself a big game? That would be Dolphins wide receiver Jalen Waddell to the tune of 11 catches for 171 yards and a pair of touchdowns in Miami's win over the Ravens. Our Cameron Wolf did something to Baltimore's defense that couldn't, and that would be catch up with Waddell. I know you guys don't listen to a lot of the noise, but there's been a lot of talk of your quarterback and what he can and can't do. Six touchdowns today, career high in passing. It looked like you and Alabama day is going back. What did that mean to see Tua lead you guys when it counted? I mean, it might be new to y'all, but for us and our organization, we know what he can do. We confident him. He's confident himself. So it's just great to, to let y'all see that. But we're, we're already like, we know what he can do. A defining moment for Tua, defining moment for you guys. What a day. We saw a lot of Waddle and Tyree celebrations. <laughs> Thank you, Jalen. Appreciate you guys. <laughs> yep, Tyreek Hill making a cameo there. Tyreek, in fact, saying that Mike McDaniel was playing Madden out there. And if that's the case, John Harbaugh was probably throwing his controller or he got the cartridge and was blowing into it. Mm-hmm. Either way, they face the Bills next, one of four teams that will be playing tonight. Jamie and guys. Okay. Anyone born after 1996 just looked up what cartridge means. Because <laughs> why do you have to blow into it? So <laughs> exactly. Reset your game. Exactly, yep. Will Silva. We understood it, that's for sure. Uh, we've got a doubleheader on Monday Night Football to close out week two. The Vikings head to Philadelphia to take on the Eagles, and the Bills are headed to Nashville to battle it out against the Titans. Guys, between these two great matchups, what will we be watching for tonight? Well, for me, the main thing I'll be watching, Justin Jefferson, one of the best wide receivers 
in the league going against James Bradbury and Slay. Because Darius Slay doesn't go by a whole name. It's just Slay. Slay. And he always talks about it. And for me, as a former DB, like, this is what I want to see. I want to see head-to-head matchups, guys playing man-to-man, going against some of the best. Adam Thielen on the other side. Bradbury and Slay have already talked about what this matchup is going to be like and how they're going to have to compete each and every down to keep up with Kevin O'Connell and where he puts Jefferson all over the field. So I'm fired up in this one. And then the Titans-Bills. I want to see who on the Titans offense is going to step up other than Derrick Henry to really make some noise and get things going for them. We know what Henry's capable of. A.J. Brown is gone. Who else has a chance to step up and make plays down the field? Is it the rookies, Traylon Burks, Kyle Phillips, Robert Woods, Austin Hooper? Somebody has to become Tannehill's favorite target to open up that offense a little bit. Yeah. I go right back to that game right there with the Titans and the Bills. And last year, they played in Monday Night Football, and everyone was big on the Bills, big on the Bills, big on the Bills, and the Titans shocked the world. Titans beat them. Mm -hmm. And they beat them with their defense and their defensive line to eventually be their strength of their team come playoff time when we saw them sack Joe Burrow nine times in a loss. But let's go back to that, and let's see if Josh Allen has that in his back pocket, remembering this is in Tennessee, and from a yard away, could not convert the first down on a fourth down decision by uh, a very, very loosey-goosey Brian Dable kind of maybe foreshadowing something that he would be doing with the Giants. They didn't settle for a field goal. They went for it, and they couldn't convert. Curious to see what Josh Allen has, because I'll tell you this. Looking at how they performed in week one, they looked like they were a house on fire still burning from that division round. I wonder if they have a fire from just that game alone. Yeah. They want to go and blow mm-hmm. up the Titans because mm-hmm. they lost them last year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to go back to the game that's down the turnpike from us as the Vikings travel to the Eagles. The last time I think they were in Philadelphia did not fare well in that NFC Championship game that would have sent the Vikings back to a Super Bowl in their own hometown in 2017. And this could have a ton of emotions behind it, but I love the two young coaches in this game. I think Kevin O'Connell, he delivered a fantastic win in week one against the Packers. But that was at home. That was in the friendly confines of U.S. Bank Stadium. You got to go to the link, man. You got to go and win. And I don't know which is under more pressure. A team that had zero expectations to go 2-0 like the New York Giants or two teams like the Vikings and the Eagles who have a huge expectation to make major leaps in the NFC this season. One of them is going to end up very average one-on-one at the end of this week. The other one is going to be 2-0, and they will be the one that we are talking mm. about tomorrow. That's a big time 2-0, too. Yes. That's a that shirt. Jumps. Thank you. Yeah, you. I know. This is, uh, yeah, this Rapid. company, Unreal, sent this. They're releasing the sweatshirt in honor of this game tonight. It's fantastic. Local they have Minnesota a, company? Yeah, yeah, it's a local Minnesota company. They have a collab. Is that how the kids are saying it? With Harrison sure. Smith it right, right now? It's yeah. a collab. Yeah. So I'm repping it. I know I had to do it. But I think it's going to be a great game regardless. I do, too. Um, I think the Bills defenders need to do a collab and tackle Derrick Henry tonight. <laughs> Let's just get after it. Um, if you hear you have the base, best safety tandem in the entire league, bring down that guy. Because the recent history, specifically even against Derrick Henry, is not great. He ran right through the night last year. We know how that went. I'm talking about, of course, Poyer and Hyde, whether you're talking about rookies like my guy Terrell Bernard, old guys, Von Miller. Grab that big king and bring him down. Now, every Bills fan will tell you, no, there was actually holding on. I I don't care. There he goes, in through the Nashville night, and he's gone. I know I don't need to tell you what happened a couple years ago, and I know Josh Norman's not on the team anymore, but there's a a lot of infamous little highlights of Derrick Henry against your beloved Buffalo Bills. I mean, come on. (laughs) 
You guys, you guys bring the hat, you bring the lumber. I know he's a load. This, you need to change the conversation against Derrick Henry because it has been brutal, and he will do it again every single time. You don't want to ruin that home opener. Don't, don't scratch the record. It's supposed to be a party tonight for Buffalo. Bring down the big man. You bring him down, the team will come with him. Guys, best safety tandem in the league. Jordan, Micah, let's go. These are two great games. Put your melatonin away. Just stay up for yes. them. Stay up for them and just feel the pain tomorrow when we have to go through the highlights because yeah. it's going to be fantastic. Two games tonight. Two. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower, 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.